Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Stress to the Nines. It is Monday, May the 17th, and we continue our long journey through the book of Revelation. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it. It is certainly something different, and we'll see uh, what we can learn over the coming months as we spend time with this often discussed but little understood book. So we have opened the first six seals, and we did it in fairly rapid succession. And so we would think that the seventh seal would be imminent. Not so fast. We have to pace ourselves. We can't just rush to the seventh seal. We're going to spend an entire chapter laying the foundation for the opening of the seventh seal. And so we'll be working through that chapter this week. So let's begin with the first three verses of chapter 7 of the book of Revelation on this Monday morning in May. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth so that no wind could blow on earth or sea or against any tree. I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun, having the seal of the living God. And he called with a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to damage earth and sea, saying, Do not damage the earth or the sea or the trees until we have marked the servants of our God with a seal on their foreheads. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So as always, I will remind you that we are to be reading this through the eyes of those seven churches in the Roman province of Asia, modern-day Turkey. Those... Uh, Christians were having a difficult time adjusting to their new faith. These churches were in their infancy. Uh, they were outsiders in their own cultures. They were oppressed and sometimes persecuted by the Roman authorities. These images uh, that are cataclysmic, apocalyptic, we would describe them, uh, those images were likely a comfort to those who were persecuted. They were a reminder that those earthly forces which were seeking to oppress and persecute them didn't hold sway in their lives. And now here, they would have heard a further promise. Did you hear it in verse 3? Uh, let's listen to it again. Do not damage the earth or the sea or the trees until we have marked the servants of our God with a seal on their foreheads. That mark is where I want us uh, to pay a little attention today because that mark is almost certainly a reference to baptism. Baptism is how they would have heard that and how we should hear it as well. It is the way in which we have been marked as God's own, as God's followers, as disciples of Jesus in our lives. It's almost impossible for us who are Christians to overstate the importance of baptism. Baptism reminds us of who we are. It is an act of cleansing, a once and for all moment when our sins are washed away and we are reconciled through Jesus Christ. It is a testimony of our faith, the faith of our families, and the faith of our communities. And baptism also saw, serves as a challenge. Every time we remember our baptism and the promises that it holds in our lives, we should be spurred forward in the world 
to serve ever more faithfully and diligently as disciples of Jesus. Baptism is the mark that is being referred to here. Uh, so we should not get again bogged down in these speculative ideas of what that mark might have been or what that seal might have had. Uh, it is simply a reminder to those Christians, you have been baptized, and therefore that which is, will destroy the world around you uh, is not a threat to your soul. So as we think about our world today and the difficulties we face here, the challenges uh, around the world today, certainly our news is full of dire and grim images, uh, we remember our baptism, and we remember that no matter what befalls us in this world, Ultimately, we are cradled in the loving hands of God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we pray that you would guide us and strengthen us. We pray that you would help us to remember our baptism, as well as the baptisms which we have witnessed over our lives. In that memory, help us to remember the promises you made to us and the responsibilities in our lives that come with those promises. We pray for peace in your world, for wellness and health in your world, for freedom from poverty, racism, and violence in your world. And we ask that you would guide each of us towards those ends this day through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, that concludes our Stress to the Nines this morning. One reminder is that we do podcast our Stress to the Nines. If that's something that would interest you, you can find it on the Stress to the Nines podcast. Uh, uh, anywhere you get your podcasts. We also have a second one called the One Prez Pod, which has special content for you. The worship services are there now, as well as Tasha and her conversations that are pretty much weekly at this point with Graham Cunningham about elements and aspects of faith. So please do check out the church's podcasts, and I will see you back here tomorrow morning as we will get to the 144,000 who will be saved. Until then, peace.